Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week's Short and Jesse Go is an erotic thriller set in a beach house on the beautiful shores of Oahu, Hawaii. Let's go. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. With us, returning to the program, undefeated guest co-host champion, uh, rapper, actor, bon vivant. <laughs> Man about town? Gadabout, <laughs> Bon Monster, Ashcon. Hi guys. Oh, it's just a, it's just a joy to have you here, Ashcon. As always, just a joy. Ditto. Likewise, from my direction. Ashcon's uh, t-shirt features features prominently the uh, Paramount Theater in the city of Oakland. Uh, it's a great place uh, to go see um, uh, a touring uh, R and B review. It's a great place. That's a that would be a nice place, for example, to see like a Keith Sweat. Mm-hmm. You could see that at the Paramount Theater. Yeah, uh, Frankie Beverly and Mays, Mays featuring Frankie Beverly specifically. Be good to see that stuff at the Paramount Theater. That would be a good thing to see at the Paramount Theater. This, this uh, it's actually kind of a montage of I don't know if that's the right word, but a collection of different Oakland landmarks kind of combined into one skyline. Oakland Tribune building there. Mm-hmm. You got the Grand Lake Theater. Oh, wonderful movie palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw um, uh, the remake of Planet of the Apes there. Uh, the wonderful venue did nothing to improve the film, unfortunately. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> An AC Transit bus, it looks like, there on the front. Yeah. The, uh, the sh- and the shirt was made by uh, my buddy Jamie. Uh, like-minded people, I believe, is the company. Yeah. They have a go. bunch of cool T-shirts. I figured nice I'd plug t-shirt. them since I'm yeah, wearing the heels. Absolutely, might as well just plug. I mean, we've talked I'm so talking. much about. I mean, people. Some people probably started to want the T-shirt. We're talking <laughs> about it's a it, nice so. shirt. Um, on the subject of street scenes, uh, sure. I need your help parsing something. My guys. help. Your help and Jordan's help. I okay. need both of your help. Are the listeners involved in this? Uh, if the listeners have some insight, I'm you know I'm sure. o- more than open to hearing about it. You know, I, I, I have a dog, Coco, the brown, brown dog. Mm-hmm. And, That's uh, kind of racist, dude. <laughs> no, it's not racist. No. I, I love my dog, Ashkan. <laughs> All right, just think about it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah give, it some, give, give some serious thought to how racist you are, Jesse. <laughs> my dog and I are, go for a walk every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I take my dog for a walk down uh, 7th Street here in uh, Los Angeles, his Koreatown. And uh, the other day, we're, we're walking down the street, walking back, and I'm, I'm going to tell you how I'm dressed just in case this plays into it, because I felt like maybe it was playing into it. Sure. I was wearing a... Also, you like to describe your own clothes. I was wearing a... Tube top? Can, yeah. I was wearing a tube top, and someone... No. 
I was wearing a, a canvas, like a field jacket, you know, like it's the kind of jacket you would you would wear and if you were going into the outdoors. With, with the crotch cut out so your dick was hanging out. Okay. <laughs> and um, it's too small to hang out, Jordan. Um, so I'm walking down I the street. I should say it was visible. I, I'm walking down the street. Barely. I'm walking on the left-hand sidewalk. So. Okay. okay. I'm walking on sure. the left-hand sidewalk. And down the right-hand side of the street, you know, in the street in a car, is this big kind of American sedan. It stops in the middle of the block, and the guy's window is down, and this guy leans out, this kind of like burly guy leans out, maybe 30-ish, and says, and yells at me, and I'm wearing my headphones, so I only just barely realized he was even yelling at me, You Russian! (laughs) 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 And... And I like took my headphones out and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "You Russian?" And I said, <laughs> "Jesse, it, no. sounds, it sounds like you accidentally wandered into Grand Theft Auto 4." Yeah, and I'm like, "No." And then and the guy goes, <laughs> "Did you say it with that like impetuous tone?" You're like, "No." I, I was just I just like, "No." Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was just baffled by why someone would tone yell that sure. at me at a car. Huh. And uh, and I go, "No." And then the guy says. What are you? <laughs> and I'm like, huh? And he's like, what are you? And I'm and basically everything he yelled at me, I was conf- too confused <laughs> at to respond immediately. Man, this is a log red light. And no, he wasn't stuck. He stepped oh, he in, the in the middle of, of the, the street. street. Okay. And um, and, and I'm and, and I said, I don't know. I'm kind of a mix, you know. <laughs> well, what are, you? what are you? What are you, Jesse? Well, I, you know, like my, my mother's side had a lot of Germans. My father's side has a lot of English people and Irish people and some Pennsylvania Dutch. Gotcha. You know, it's just sort of miscellaneous. Not not a stretch to be mistaken for a Russian, though. No, you know. Yeah, you're kind of, be... you're kind of, you kind of have a dark, yeah. you know. You kind of remind me of Drago from Rocky IV. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's sort of like what my deal is. I'm sort of a super soldier type, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just goes... Ah! (laughs) (laughs) So I want to know, first of all, what was this guy after? But second of all, what would have happened if I was Russian? Was this guy, for example, a Chechen who Mm. wanted to kill me? Was he a Russian? Look, was maybe he maybe he had some kind of uh, Russian sports team or social organization that he thought I might enjoy jo- joining. Maybe, maybe, possibly it was some sort of underground fighting league that was organized oh. on ethnic and uh, uh, racial lines. You see I, what I'm saying? I'm leaning towards some kind of shady mob type activity. Right. I, there's no way that this this the whole thing from soup to nuts was very shady. Sure. I want I cannot emphasize enough how shady this whole situation was. No part of it was like it was not like uh it, it was not like an old lady, you know, came up to me and said, "Oh, are you Russian?" Oh, very good. Sure, just cuz oh, yeah. From right, the old right. country. Right, right, you know, right. Like that was not what it was like. But what was remarkable is I was completely unable to tell whether he he could have been Russian. I mean, he had a he, you know he he looked like he could have been uh, uh, Eastern European at the very least. You know, yeah. sort of had a a heavyish brow and like like you guys said, kind of dark hair. 
and um, uh, there was an accent, but of some I, sort. there was an accent, but it was a it was a light accent. It wasn't a really heavy accent. And all those people from that it general wasn't like that area. offensive cartoon accent that you did. Yeah, well, to, to portray a, a you know a broad comic stereotype of a babushka. Sure. Um, so well, okay, well here I think the but what but here's sure. the thing. I do not even know if this guy was for or against Russian. <laughs> I think my joke answer is that he was a supervillain looking for thugs. Right. Uh, or <laughs> goons. Or goons. Could be. Uh, but I think maybe, I mean, the, the what I would think was happening is he was a Russian guy who maybe doesn't... I mean, you said light accent, though. Yeah. So you would, it, he's he not looking not for someone a, who... If he, it's entirely possible that the man was Russian. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, could I distinguish <clears throat> between uh, a Chechen accent and a Russian accent? You see what I'm saying? Sure, I gotcha. And the Chechens and the Russians, not crazy about each other. Right. You know what no I mean? love lost between those two. No, absolutely. I not. see where you're going, though. I mean, but I, maybe I think... he was looking for directions or or to he... Russia. Oh, yes. you think he was looking for somebody that spoke Russian? Yeah, maybe. He wasn't or sure whether to go about, west or because, east. Because I mean, you know, there's not a lot of I... whites walking around, and he probably saw the one white. Maybe is there some sort of Russian thing in your neighborhood? There's like no a... Russian things in my neighborhood. I... That's one of the things. Like, it's you're gonna not... want to. You're gonna want to go to like. Uh, you're gonna want to go to like. Melrose and Hauser if you're going to look for all that weird Russian stuff. Exactly. Right. In my neighborhood, <laughs> in my neighborhood's a great place to yell out of a car, "You Korean?" or <laughs> "You Oaxacan?" Sure. You know, cuz let's say let's say you were driving down the street and you wanted some uh sort of like barbecued snack grasshoppers. Sure. You might stop in the middle of the street, roll down your window, and yell, you Oaxacan. And if the person said yes, you <laughs> Give would, me those where snack can I get some of those snack grasshoppers that Oaxacan <laughs> people eat? And they say, oh, right around the corner at the, uh, you know, the grocery store with the huge picture of the grasshopper right. on the front of it. Um, but in this case, I don't. It's not a Russian neighborhood. There are no shady Russian social clubs anywhere. Sure. No, not no non-shady Russian social clubs. Well, well, I think you know. Now we're kind of coming to the to the. We're getting the answers here okay. because this isn't a Russian neighborhood, and I, right. And I and I thought this is where you were going, Jordan. Okay. Clearly, this is a lonely Russian man. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and, aggressively and, looking for companions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, clip in there. Uh, but yeah, it, it seems to me that he was driving around thinking about whatever he was thinking about. He saw you in your short shorts walking down the street, <laughs> walking the dog. And, inter- and I had in the additional- middle of Koreatown, he's a Russian living in Koreatown. It's you know. So and- you're saying because I was wearing the traditional Russian garb, which is jeans <laughs> with the crotch cut out and your wiener just visible inside there. Yeah, they're but, tiny. And Russian also, I wiener. was playing a Bella Laika. And you have, you know, you have an Eastern European vibe. Okay. Yeah. I think there's a certain if you're not sort of a behind the iron cur- curtain type deal. Yeah, I mean, cer- a little, little red dawn. Certainly, a red dawny. Certainly, if they can't hear you, you know, yeah. they just see you walking down the street. It might just be like that guy. Sure. He's but one, let me he's ask one of you us. This. Yeah. But let me ask you this: that Russian man, mm-hmm. he's looking for uh, he's looking for someone to sh- and he's looking for a granted. Russian. If he was looking for somebody to make him some borscht, I'd, I've made sure. some borscht in my time. You probably just reeked so heartily of borscht <laughs> that it was wafting into his car from the street. Um, but that Russian man was was looking for someone who wanted to drink vodka between every part of his dinner meal. 
You know, I drink a vodka <laughs> yeah. before and then in maybe, between each part. That's what he wanted. Dominoes. He thought you could be that man. And he thought I could be that man. So, but that man says he he's granted. He stops his uh, you know early '90s four door American car, uh, rolls down the window and yells, "You Russian!" But but if the person is completely baffled and says no, does that man say? What are you? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That guy, what if it was this? What about this? Maybe, you know, it's the Autobahn Society Christmas bird count right now. I don't know if you guys know about this, but every year people in the Autobahn Society, yes. uh, the thousands of people across America. I did know that. That's go, why I okay. have this boner. <laughs> okay. Because I'm so excited about that thing you said. Birders go out and count the different... This is just for Ashcon's benefit, sure. since you've obviously got a monstrous erection. <laughs> um, the birders, I got one coming on. Okay. <laughs> the birders go out and they uh, they they check the number of a div- a various kinds of birds. They count birds, okay, and they use this to figure out if there's more or less birds right. of a different certain species in a certain right. place. Um, this guy might have been doing that, but for Eastern European nationalities uh-huh. instead of birds. So he Some might say scavenger hunt. He says twelve. <laughs> he says for Russian twelve Serb. <laughs> For Croat. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing it for a while, so he's starting to get good. He thought he could just... Yeah. <laughs> he was frustrated. He he's he... like, ah, I thought I could call these. Yeah. yeah. And maybe he's worried about there's not enough Russians uh, mm. around, and that's why he was so cross. Hmm. You know what I mean? That's why he went straight to Russian. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I'm guessing that... I mean, I guess about a mile and a half away from you, there is a little Russian area. Uh-huh. He was looking for it. And and was frustrated. Maybe he's from maybe he's from Pasadena. Maybe he's from uh, sure. you know San Berdu. Yeah. And uh, and he saw you, the one Caucasian Eastern Europeany looking guy, and maybe needed directions, and then was just so frustrated. Can I ask you a question? Yes. It's about San Berdu. Sure. Is that an alternate name for San Bernardino, or <laughs> is, is that a place? Uh, no, no. It's I, I think what people from San Bernardino call San Bernardino. Oh, that's a really good name for San Bernardino. Oh, I mean, if you San have a Bernadu. choice between San, San Berdu, San Berdu, I think so. I mean, I'm only okay. But uh, what I, I the point that I'm trying to make is, it's, if no, I lived in separate... San Berdin, Bernardino. Whether or not that's what people called it, that's what I would call it, because <laughs> yeah. it's just that good. Mm-hmm. I think he was trying to lure me into some kind of underground fighting ring. He had that vibe. Yeah. Mm. Well, you're the one that would you know amazed? best. You'd know best. Yeah. It happened to you. Well, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you're the ultimate fighting enthusiast <laughs> yeah. of the group. I have to, I, what can us. I say? I love MMA. Sure. <laughs> yeah, a, oh, God. I was... I was uh, What's the name of the MMA clothing line? Affliction. Anyways, oh, sorry, I was, I was trying was to think say of that tap to out. It. Yeah, tap There's out. There's multiple MMA themed clothing lines. Yes, Affliction. Affliction sounds like a cologne. Made by, <laughs> right. made by the MMA. Yeah, it's a cologne. It's a cologne with a little Affliction. bit of tuberculosis mixed in. Mm-hmm. It should have a, an accompanying <laughs> body spray. The T-shirts that you buy. <laughs> Ooh. Um, well, can I ask you a quick What's question, your Jordan? Affliction? <laughs> right. Jordan Diarrhea. Jordan, you work in the action sports area. Sure. That's the industry that you work what? in. What? Yeah. Jordan works in action sports. <laughs> Did you know that I work in the action sports industry? What the action? hell have you been up to? <laughs> um, you know, you know the, the TV channel I work for 
is primarily... I don't know that we've spoken <laughs> for a while. Yeah. It's been a while since we've spoke. No, I mean, but I've, I've basically... I've been <laughs> at this Con, job for years. It's been a while since you speak. <laughs> Spake. I, I thought you... I thought you'd just been doing this. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a job, Ash Oh. I, uh, I mean, you know, God willing, someday <laughs> yeah. I'll be able to quit the day job and just do Jordan Jesse Go full time. But uh, just show up at so my what, house. What, so, what channel week? you're working it's on? Called, the... It's called Fuel TV. Okay. And, I, I think, uh, yeah, it's, sounds um, familiar. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's on in a lot of bars. Like, All if right. you go on in a bar and there's. Lots of skateboard action going on. That's the channel. Okay. You're listening to Catching Up with Jordan. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, you dating anybody? How's your no, mother? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Tell you. Are the clothes for tap out? Ashcon's angry because every time he yells into the microphone, I'm not yelling. I'm talking normal. No, you're yelling. Barely yelling. If I laugh, it clips. Yeah. Well, I don't have a. I don't have a, a limiter on yours. All There's right. no limiter, so you just have to keep a keep a steady keel, Ashcon. Right. Don't go off the rails. That's all we need. Okay. <laughs> there we go. That worked that's okay. That's how I Jordan, talk. That worked Jordan okay. It, Jordan, okay. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, okay. Jordan's, yeah. Well, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up on this week's program, <laughs> not least of which Ashcon's going to wrap one of his raps. So, uh, I might not. What? I had other plans. Was, <laughs> oh, other plans? Are you going to do some... Do you have a oh, poem or a short story you want well, to No, read? I might rap a rap. Ashcon's just going to do a watercolor for us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Ashcon. You can have a nickname, yeah, did, you have, did you have a nickname What's last your, time you were Did you have a nickname before? I'll, I'll think about that while we start talking. He's our, he's, well, one of his nicknames that I remember is R. Curry, the Persian R. Kelly. <laughs> that was one. Yeah. I didn't come up with You're that over one that one. On my own. Yeah. You're over that one. Um, it sounds like. It sounds like you tossed that one. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, call me what you want. Do they even eat, do they eat curry? Is curry a thing that they eat in uh, in your Persia? <laughs> <laughs> um, There's a lot of yogurt sauces. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, Look, it's, I've it's never t- been to Iran, but I know that they eat a lot of yogurt sauces. There are a lot of yogurt sauces. They're delicious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like yeah. A, who doesn't kidding? like a good yogurt sauce? Yeah. It's one of the best kinds of sauce. Get some yogurt, throw a little salt and pepper in there, some cucumbers, maybe some green onions, mix oh, it all up. Parsley? 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 Perhaps some parsley. Yeah, sure. While you're at it. You bet. That's some, that's some good shit right there. Absolutely. We, we can cuss on there? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Fuck. Shit. Good work. <laughs> nice. That's what it sounds like. All right. I'd like to hear a cunt by the end of the show. I'm just saying. I don't want to pressure you. I don't want to... Whoa, I just over a box. Thank you. Oh, Fine. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> for, for a professional musician, he sure doesn't know how to use a microphone. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I was. I, you see, I went over here when I said cunt. You're going <laughs> to... He did. My great uncle Phil made that chair, Ashcon. Okay. You're gonna break the chair. But did you see when I yelled? Cunt, you did. He turned his head away, but then he yelled it really loud. Right. He yelled it really loud, and that's why he clipped. I'm sorry, Jesse. 
Don't apologize to me. Apologize to the listeners. They're the ones who have to listen to your distorted yelling. Guys, this is just sound nerd talk right here. This is just for recording enthusiasts at this point. Fine, Jordan. Let's let's move on to something a little more general interest. How about this? Let's talk about your fucking trip to Hawaii. Once again, you got a free trip to fucking Hawaii. Yeah. Awesome. I'm getting a bunch of those. Uh, No, yeah, I had to go to Hawaii for work recently. Uh, The Vans Triple Crown of Surfing is in Hawaii, so I went there. Wait, the Vans Triple Crown? of surfing yes i thought vans was for skateboarding yeah they've moved on they've They've, expanded yeah just the the action sports lifestyle jordan what vans is about jordan what the body glove triple crown of surfing (laughs) excuse me yeah body glove's still around really yeah they're still making body glove is still around yeah you won't you don't see a lot of body you won't see that like body glove t-shirt but like a body glove wetsuit oh yeah well it's it's one of the top wetsuit brands ashcon i don't know if you know about this i know you're you're persian i don't know if persians we don't know we don't know about a lot of these mostly yogurt sauces yogurt sauces kebab yeah (laughs) absolutely stealing your girlfriend (laughs) hey yowza <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jordan. Uh, Ashcon wins. No, anyways, we uh, it was lovely. We were on the. <laughs> Are you guys having a good old time over there? Oh man, uh, we were on the north shore of Oahu, and this was again a real. Um, it was. It was not a. I would not describe the area as touristy. It was real off off the beaten path. It's somewhere where, like, uh, like uh, somebody who enjoyed the action sports lifestyle. Might right. Go. Yes. Exactly. You sure. don't. You don't go there for a luau. You know. You can go I, there to uh, slip on your vans and hop on a board. Sure. There you go. Um, yeah. We. I guess to, to to illustrate how far away from anything we were, we we tried to order a pizza and. Every place we called uh, laughed at us when we told them where we were. <laughs> like you, they're like, they're like, oh, here we are. They're like, oh, no, we don't, we're not delivering there. Um, uh, anyways, but uh, we, we were in this real just beautiful beach house, just a beautiful <sighs> beach house that, uh, that the network rented out for, you know, various crews coming in for the event. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and kind of, you know... The, Surfboards for everybody, beach cruisers that we could ride around. Wait, in. beach cruisers? Yeah. Is that those? Is like a, like a dune buggy? <laughs> no, it's a bike. It's like a oh. it's like a it's like, it's like a bike. You might. I was see picturing a, like the dune buggy. Girl. Yeah, I thought that's it was a, a dune buggy. That's what I was picturing. Yeah. Oh boo! Um, so far, this trip to Hawaii sucks. No dune buggies. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, there's no dunes. Dude, you don't need dunes it's, to ride in a dune buggy. Just it's some part sand. of the action sports lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, uh, but also something that, uh, uh, this place had was... Cool gecko t-shirt, by the way, Jordan. <laughs> Thank you. That's yeah. a gecko! <laughs> Get him off! Um, <laughs> uh, something that this place had was, uh, it had HBO, uh, On Demand. Oh, nice. That's good. Which I'm not a guy, I'm not a guy who has TV in my house. I do, I watch most of my television on Netflix or Hulu. Sure, you'll watch like a. Would you watch something maybe on Hulu? Yeah, Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Three Stooges. Yeah, the Stooges. Point Break. Point Break. You know, TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Doogie House. So it was really nice. I got to kind of watch. Uh, MD. I got to watch some things people had been talking about. I got to watch True Blood for the first time. Who talks about that? Uh, people, people around, people at my office. I, uh, I didn't even know what it was. What is it? Uh, it's this show on HBO uh, from the maker of Six Feet Under about vampires. Oh right, right, right. Uh, and 
this it's not a good show at all. But I would say that the most easily the most awful offensive part about the show is everyone's southern accent. There, it's it's set in like the the bayou of the deep south, and everybody's like. These are like mad TV caliber Southern accents. Like everybody is just like being this over the top. Jordan, the thing is, you don't understand. Those aren't Southern accents. That's a vampire accent. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Have you ever met a vampire? That's how they talk. <laughs> Golly. Yeah. Wee boy. <laughs> Actually, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, you know the cartoon character Foghorn Leghorn? I do, yeah. He's actually based on a vampire who was famous at the time. His voice is based <laughs> oh, on. Yeah. The vampire who was famous in the 40s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he, so the vampire is, you know, largely forgotten. Yeah, I don't, that and and for so and I'm not I'm not a guy who gets who gets I I can I can enjoy something, you know. I, I don't need everything to be totally accurate, but man, it's so distracting how bad everyone's accent is. It's yeah. like, you can just like, I don't know, I feel like I can just see the, like, dumb, like, I can see them rapping and then going to some dumb place on Sunset Boulevard to, like, hang out and ride a mechanical bull. <laughs> like, that's all I can see them doing when they're, like, trouncing around their, like, fake southern diner. I'm like, oh, you you all are just going out. You're all going to go to Spago after this and <laughs> talk about they... what a good job you did and how you understand... The people of the South. Do you I don't think know. they talk in a Southern accent sometimes just for fun when they go out for dinner afterwards? I do. They they try it, and then the waiter asks, where are we from? And we tell him we're from Alabama. He totally bought it. Yeah, absolutely. I love people. Just watching people. That's why I'm a good actor. I, yeah. I feel like I can hear them having those like idiot actor conversations, and I just hate them. Um, so too, uh, But there is that cool, like, ooh. What? I just thought of no, something no, no, funny. Go for it, I... sure funny that i should share do it yeah well no, you you keep going you okay. went we're, we're gonna go we're gonna come back to ashcon jordan this is our show oh okay. <laughs> just, just there guy. to laugh and we clip. invited to, to, to tell us about yogurt sauces <laughs> and teach you about magic carpet riding yeah exactly yeah. And to fuck our girlfriends better than we ever could. <laughs> to really satisfy them. Um, <clears throat> um, uh, oh, True Blood's bad. Okay, I've True Blood is that. horrible. That's well I, covered. I mean, I can see, I can see, you know, it has kind of like that crazy kind of ongoing plot. And I, I, mean, I can see kind of getting into the, uh, you know... Pulpy comic booky. When that starts happening, when that starts happening, that's when I usually check. When Six Feet Under is a great example of a show. I was with it, and I kept thinking it was gonna, it was gonna like even out, you know. And for the first, and then just crazy shit starts happening. Sure. When they, somebody gets raped and blah blah blah, and just all of a sudden, everyone in the show is doing something crazy. And uh, this is like that, but with shapeshifters. <laughs> shapeshifters. <laughs> um. Uh, anyways, but also something that I got to enjoy uh, uh, because of On Demand. Uh, Simpsons movie. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Simpsons movie was great. I, I really enjoyed watching so that. So funny. That Very movie. funny. Uh, but uh, I got to enjoy kind of all the kind of naughty late night cable programs uh-huh. that I... Mm. we I, I maybe have talked about this before, but we had uh, HBO Showtime for a real brief like two-month window when I was growing up. And it was right in my... Um, Heyday. Yeah, my adolescence, my my sexual my, prime. My interest in nudity had just kind of surfaced. Exploded. Yes, exploded. Blown all over the scene. <laughs> right. Screen. Um, just gotten in everybody's hair. My Came on the face in... of the world. <laughs> sure. 
Um, anyway, so late night uh, HBO just had all this had all this Smut. amazing stuff that uh, you know was just so like interesting and titillating. And and uh, and first thing I got to. Uh, revisit was real sex. Right. What number are they on now? Uh, I think I watched twenty five. Um, now, real sex is a is a documentary style <laughs> informational. In, in this, it's in sort of in the spirit of like a movie about nudists that you would watch at the drive in in the fifties. Right, right. Yeah. Sure. That like to pe- right. the yeah. Like, or the yeah. danger of nudity. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, I, like yeah. It's kind of it's kind of porno masquerading masquerading as a hygiene documentary. But I don't know though. I w- and it it, it really. It really was just not sexy at all. Mm. I found nothing sexy. What was about the subject of it? Did you feel like? Did you feel like it? It had tainted your memories. Yeah, of absolutely, HBO Smut. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I had such fond memories of HBO Smut. Just I mean, and and you know, H- Showtime was actually even better. Yeah, yeah. And, well, yeah. I I could even I can even speak to that a little down the line. Um, <laughs> we're working. We're working, working up to that. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you? Did you? Wait. We're did you guys have this growing up? Did you guys? You, uh, Jesse, I don't think you did. You, uh, yeah, I didn't you have, didn't have a lot of media. Yeah. Ashcon. What did? You, what did you? Did you have deep cable growing no, up? No. No. Not much. Yeah. No. Did you? I had to go to friends' houses. Yeah. You had like a friend. We didn't even house. have a VCR until I was like twelve, <laughs> and I got that as a birthday present. And I was like, what's you this? This it. is a family. You this is a VCR for the family. We only had one TV. Yeah. I threw a tantrum. <laughs> Actually, just to make that a little bit less weird, I think I was like 10. You know, sure. you know how they... <laughs> tantrum a little less weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know how they... Uh, you, you know how a classic sort of thing is uh, the old black and white television and you have to use a wrench to change the channels? You know? Sure. You're, that's what we had. We literally had a Maybe black had and white jam television. A, jam a pencil or it something like, in the slot and, and yeah, it, like swivel the, it. The, the turn, the channel turner would broke off. So you had to like grab it with a with a uh, not a wrench. Uh, that builds character. What's that, yeah. what's that called? It's not it really a, makes you appreciate the next channel you change. Help me with so the name hard. of a thing that's not a wrench because you squeeze it. Pliers. Pliers. You had to change the channel with pliers. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was pathetic yeah. anyway. And look what it did. So we could watch yeah. Cheers. Just so we could watch Night Court. His posture's so great. Yeah. I know. I got that look at my strong get those pliering plier. channel pliering nice. muscles. Still got those. Yeah. I actually change the channels on my current TV. It doesn't not necessary, but I use the pliers. I use the pliers to hit the, <laughs> hit the sure. remote control. You destroy TVs based on principle. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just to keep it real. You're so concerned with keeping it real. But what was the subject of your real sex, uh, Jordan? Let's see. There was there was one about an oral sex class. So it was so p- bad. It was so bad that you watched a few. Go sure. Ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get a sense of the depth of how bad it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There was uh, um, one about it, like an oral sex on women class. And uh, it was it was kind of uh, being taught kind of in the back room of a of a of like a like a, like a chick positive sex shop right um, a good vibrations type area yeah your babes in toyland something like that I sure. forget what it was specifically but uh, um, and you know it was kind of it was taught by these real affable lesbians in football jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and you know, there's a wacky montage where 
you know, they put on these, like, vagina hats, and they point to all the places, and, like, you know, you see the kind of delighted looks of the people they're <laughs> they're teaching. And, um, you know, I'm like, this, this is... Because they're big football fans. <laughs> this is nothing. I've said, if there's one thing I know, it's how to... Never mind. Right. Um, and, uh... It's how to find the... Cl- locate the clitoris. Sure. Um... <laughs> and, and there's a one um there was one part which was uh kind of interesting of it and maybe even a little bit titillating is that they had a married couple who had paid to take the class they had them they had the man oral sex the woman in front of the class it's called oral oh. sexifying <laughs> excuse he me oral sexified her in front of everybody huh? yeah and and I'm, in front of hbo's real sex apparently. sure right yeah right in front of arliss <laughs> arliss was sitting there the whole time <laughs> and the crypt keeper um and uh but they don't they, like that just happens for a few seconds and then they cut to a a a testimony of the couple and they're like We'd never done that before, and then they just move on. And I'm like, wait a minute, you just you just performed a sex act in front of a bunch of strangers in public. Like, maybe can we get into this at all? What did that did that spark any feelings? And nah, never mind. On with more vagina hats. I don't know. It was uh, it was definitely not uh, not exciting. Did you get any uh, shaved ice while you were in Hawaii? <laughs> no, I didn't have any shaved ice. Do you have any plate lunches? you have any plate lunches? I did have a plate lunch. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's something. Um, I had a Mai Tai. Excellent. Very tasty. Tanning? Excellent. Uh, well, you know. Yeah, you do got a little... A little color. A little, a little more color than I usually have. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, rainy. so you... But but I don't... I get the feeling from our from the previous... Uh, from previous uh, conversation, that you didn't stop at HBO's real sex. Uh, no, no, no. I also, I also uh, watched the, you know, the kind of the Cinemax, the erotic thriller, mm. um, which I remember from, you know, being very exciting as a as a twelve year old. That was all. It was that was the be all end all. Sure, absolutely. It's usually like a sexual. Uh, it's usually like a, a pleasure. Cop. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's usually like kind of there's a kind of like a cop plot usually sometimes space. It's one of the best filmic sexifiers. Sure. <laughs> um, sometimes sometimes space mostly like a cop and like a cop who has to go undercover into some sort of sexual world uh-huh. and then sex happens. Yeah, sure. That's usually kind of how these go down. And um, you might you might say the cop has to go undercover under the covers. Sure. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get in too deep when they get in too deep. Yeah. If you know what I'm talking about. I got you. Talking about into the... Yeah. Okay, go ahead. The giant or butt. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this is like Donnie Brasco, except they don't saw anyone to pieces. Uh, you ever see Donnie Brasco? I haven't seen Donnie Brasco. Uh, he has to saw up a bunch of bodies. Forget right. about it. Sure. <laughs> um, anyways, and they... Good work, Ashcon. And I, and I... I was watching these, I guess, what was in their heyday, which is kind of your mid-90s, your 1994, right. 1995. Right. And these... Uh, Shannon Tweed. Right. Yes, exactly. That's when, back, when, back when Shannon Tweed was every man's uh, sexual fantasy. And, and these, the ones that I watched 
were recent. They were made in 2005, 2006, Mm -hmm. but they were indistinguishable (laughs) from those made in 1994. All the women looked like Kelly Bundy, (laughs) looked and dressed like Kelly Bundy. No one had a cell phone or the internet. Um, Like, there was no modernization of the plots at all. Like, one. I think they probably just, they probably just had a guy write them. Yeah. You know, 1989 or so. They just gave a guy a hundred bucks to write the movies. We're going to need some scripts if we're going to make these things. And gave a guy a hundred bucks. Sure, he wrote the scripts. They just keep them in a pile. Just whatever's on top. What's they is what they put to film. Sure. Um, yeah, you give David Mamet some blow, you lock him in a room. <laughs> uh, Did you hear what David Mamet... Okay, I have a, qu- a quick aside about David Mamet. <coughs> David Mamet is uh, producing this uh, a revival of his play Speed the Plow on Broadway right now. Yeah. Um, and the big, uh, the big uh, draw of this play was that Jeremy Piven was in it, playing the slick-talking Hollywood agent. So it was sort of like his famous uh, role on Entourage. Only it was in a Broadway David Mamet play. Doing very well, apparently. Except that Jeremy Piven, uh, first of all, he kept showing up like three minutes before Curtain for a long time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, which is not yeah. how you traditionally do it in the theater. Kind of warm-ups. <laughs> um, and uh, then he just stopped showing up for a few days. And uh, he dropped out after not showing up for like three days. Because his doctor told him, he said, because his doctor told him that he had elevated levels of mercury in his blood. Mm. And huh. D- David Mamet released a statement when he, the day that he dropped out saying, uh, I've spoken with Jeremy on the phone, uh, and he tells me uh, that he has to drop out because he has elevated levels of mercury in his blood. Um, I believe he is quitting show business to pursue a career as a thermometer. but what's even more amazing so obviously mammoth doesn't think very highly of this elevated mercury in the blood but uh uh piven piven's doctor makes this public statement because obviously no one but this is an absolutely absurd excuse to say that you're dropping out of a play because you have too much mercury in your blood um uh piven's doctor makes a public statement they're not sure exactly why he has elevated mercury in his blood, but he does, and it causes him to be very fatigued. And late. And they, sure, they, yeah. yeah. And they not think, be able to read a clock. And they think, <laughs> they think the reason that he has elevated levels of mercury in his blood is that he eats sushi twice a day and has been doing so for many years. <laughs> Two meals a day for breakfast, of course. Sure. Cheerios. <laughs> for lunch and dinner, sushi. Every day for many years. That's what his doctor said was the reason he probably had elevated Yeah, that might have something to do blood. with it. Whether or not... Okay. If that is true, it is a truly spectacular tale of Hollywood insanity. If it is not, and it's just a lie that Jeremy Piven and his doctor came up with to tell it's the media, a, it's, it's no a, less it's, insane. It's this hilarious. Man, this man lie. lives in a world where he can tell his employer he eats too much sushi mm-hmm. so he can't show up on time. <laughs> Okay, anyway, we were talking about the production oh, values of Cinemax. <laughs> that was good. Um, uh, anyway, uh, also something that did not change from these was the music. Right. Uh, the music, a lot of a lot of alto sax. Oh. <laughs> um, 
a lot of flamenco guitar. Um, and the thing, and all those conventions uh, resembled parody so much that there was no way for these to be sexy. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, uh, absolutely. My my warm feelings about late night uh, cable nudity have been tainted. They're ridic- it's ridiculous. You know, this woman entered the uh, holiday contest, and I'm going to talk about it uh, later in the show, but she a great entry in the holiday contest with her son. And somebody on the forum asked, uh, Does your, do you and your son both listen to Jordan Jesse Go? And she said, my son listens occasionally, not as much as you'd think he would, given how much talk there is about video games and masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> and I was riding in the car with Teresa yesterday, and I brought up this line that this woman had said because it's hilarious. It's really yeah. fantastic. And uh, I think we've probably we've talked about both. And I said, hey, do we really talk? So far. Do we really talk about <laughs> masturbation a lot? And she and she kind of had to break it to me. She's like, "Well, you don't really talk about masturbation a lot, but it comes up pretty regularly." <laughs> <laughs> So there you have it. We we got to do some video game stuff later in the show, but uh, we got masturbation pretty well covered at this point, I would say. Yeah. Hey Ash, what was that ooh you you brought up? Oh yes, Ashcon's five ooh. minutes ago. Well, I was I think I was talking about uh, kind of douchey actors getting together and and having kind of douche actors talk. I don't know if that <laughs> if that was what it was. That about, is what but... sparked. That's what sparked the the memory. I don't know how much I I'm actually allowed to disclose about this. I just shot this this like pilot presentation of the show. And I think I signed some papers promising not to say anything right, about yeah. it. But I think if I'm vague enough, I could at least convey sure. that. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I shot this thing in which I was a rapping clown. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, Hold Me the Clown, the movie. And uh, it was... It was uh, Jordan, didn't, he didn't it's rap. Homie the Clown, the musical. No, it was, <laughs> so it was, he didn't rap, though. Homie didn't no, he, well, he does not the musical, though. Sure, you're right. But um, I don't know how the much further I can really... Dirty Rotten Scoundrels didn't sing in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, the movie, but they did in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, the musical. Excuse me. I don't need My to interrupt mistake. your story no, about no, no, playing a fine. rapping clown, Ash. It's okay. I, I, don't, you know, I don't know how much I can get into it, but that's what I did like uh, a week and a half ago. It was a five-day shoot. Um, and you guys were hanging out at the Olive Garden afterwards, and they were like, <laughs> let's pretend that Ash Khan really is a rapping clown. <laughs> there, there was... Uh, there was definitely a pretty hilarious element of um, like when we were having trouble with the shoot and like things weren't going well to be dressed up in full clown garb and like <laughs> really pissed sure. and just talking very serious and just like there was actually a moment where I, I was like inside sitting around. I had taken my clown shoes off and it was resting a little bit and then and I, I heard about something that had happened outside that that really had angered me, and I wanted to go out there and and you know kind of give somebody a piece of my mind, and I but I had to put on my clown <laughs> shoes first. You can't go out barefoot. I couldn't go out there bare. So there was like this moment of me like really angrily putting on my clown <laughs> my clown shoes. Like it, yeah, it was it was a good time though. But yeah. Have you seen the video for uh, What's Up, Fat Lip, the Fat Lip song, the Fat Lip solo single that was released like 10 no. years ago when the album never came out? I haven't seen that. So uh, the What's Up, Fat Lip is basically a song from Fat Lip was a member of the uh, the hit-making rap group The Far Side, so you know Jordan, and, and his life kind of fell apart. And basically the song is just about what a fucking loser he is. Mm. 
and um uh and and how when the chorus is uh when people are like uh what's uh who am i kidding who am i fooling when uh people are like what's up fat lip and i say coolin because in fact his life is a shambles. He's not cool. Yeah, and the video is Fat Lip dressed in a clown suit, walking around, directed by Spike Jones. It's Whoa. Watch it on YouTube. It's Fat Lip dressed in a clown suit, walking around, being subjected to indignities. Wow. Like it, the the best part is at one point, um, he's riding a bicycle uh, down the street that has one of those little toddler seats on it. On the back of it, like an empty toddler seat. Uh-huh. He's just wrapping in a clown suit, riding a bike with a toddler seat on it. And at one point, just this little kid comes up and kicks him in the balls. Oh, man. It's just spectacular. That's that's fun, Jordan. That's fucking what Sounds a music fun. video should be. Yeah. Get fat lip, put him in a clown suit. Get some, get the Persian R. Kelly over here involved somehow. Yeah. You know, get Spike Jones in there and just mix him up. Make a Bula base. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jordan? A gumbo, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Ash Keezy. Celebrating the holidays. Uh, here at Jordan Jesse Go with our this friend Ashcon. This is our Ash Christmas Con. episode, I guess, huh? Yeah, this is our Christmas episode because I'm going home for Christmas. Sure. Yeah, you're gonna go home for home for Christmas. Yeah, I'll go, I'm gonna go. Yeah, sure. We're not gonna... go home going home for Christmas, Ashcon. Sure am. Absolutely. So that's what I'm talking about. You see? <laughs> yeah. Precisely. <laughs> that's just the kind of thing I'm talking about. Talking about whistling. Mm-hmm. Talking about ho ho hoing. Sure. Uh, I'm talking about the holiday contest, Jordan. Yeah. Ashcon, let me fill you in here. I put a hundred bucks on the table. A hundred dollars, Ashcon. Okay. He's setting the mood. I was trying to. All right, yeah. This is this, this is. <laughs> this is not Home Alone Two, Ashcon. Damn it! Um, I'm in the wrong studio. <laughs> and who's that old man? Uh, okay, so uh, I put a hundred dollars on the table. You know what they say. Money talks and bullshit walks. Right. That's what they say. Who especially says that? around the holidays. Santa says, Claus. Santa Claus says Rudolph that? the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, the Jews that had the oil that lasted so long. They all say money talks and bullshit walks. Bullshit. Okay, so I put $100 on the table. Holiday contest. Right. Spirit of holiday awesome mm. to be captured in holiday projects. Mm. Okay. We've had some good ones so far. Yeah, some very good ones, I would say. Mm-hmm. Jordan, what would you? What was your favorite so far? Gosh, uh, cookies that were mailed to us. Yeah, that somebody was great. made us that some really great. nice cookies. There was uh, Apple Butter Day. A guy whose whole family gets together, uh, makes T-shirts for the occasion, cooks apple butter, and in a giant, uh, literally a cauldron, wow. a literal cauldron. <laughs> Um, a lot of great stuff. Uh, I've been, I'm, that guy keeps wondering if I've, if we've eaten the apple butter. I'm saving the apple butter for the next time I make cornbread, okay? Mm. Is that okay? Is that, that okay good. with you, Tree of Mike? Okay. Uh, what else happened? Um. All kinds of great stuff. Sure. Just great holiday spirited stuff. And I've, the, the rules of the game is, I got $100 on the table, I'm parceling it out as I see fit. 
I think I've given out what so far? Forty dollars? About forty dollars. Yes. We don't we don't really honestly remember how many of the hundred dollars I've given out. So, so you're we're dividing it up. Estimating forty. Yeah. You're as like I five see fit. here, ten here. This is worth about seven. Exactly. But do you think that maybe the people that were doing the actual things thought they were up for a hundred dollar prize? No, I made it clear. This is the rules. I <laughs> divide it up as I see fit and I give it out when I feel so they're, like giving they're it out. Like they they feel lucky right. when they get that five bucks. Exactly. Got they it. should they should know. Their real joy is celebrating the spirit of Christmas. Mm. Okay? Mm. Now, on YouTube, a gentleman whose name is... I'm just going to double-check that I'm not misrepresenting this guy's name. Uh, His name is Sea of Seed, Mm -hmm. uh, which I guess means that he generates a lot of semen. (laughs) Sure. I don't know what else it could mean, right? Obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, Okay, so this fella decided to... Merge his two greatest holiday loves, which is turkey f- for Thanksgiving and reading. And he created a, reading. you know, encouraging yeah, reading, right. especially <laughs> encouraging people and young people, uh, encouraging reading in young people. So he created an animatronic holiday turkey. Uh, oh. And the tail of the animatronic turkey, free bookmarks. Okay. For people who want to read, he's got a variety. So the turkey's cruising around, and you just take a bookmark. Exactly, he's tail. he's got a variety of different bookmarks. Um, uh, you know, he's got uh, he's, for example, right here we can see uh, the free Mensa bookmark. <laughs> he's got there. Okay, the, the fan tail is bookmarks. Ashcon. You look, you look baffled, so I'm just explaining it to you real well, quick. It's an animatronic turkey, like Abraham Lincoln in the it. Hall of Presidents. I see it. And uh, it has a tail <laughs> made out of bookmarks, and the bookmarks are to encourage young people to read. So, Ashcon, I would, I, your look betrays that not only are you not impressed, but maybe you're a little appalled by this. <laughs> this seems to have got, offended you in some way. It's got, it, the top looks like it's made out of, ma- the face, it's got a face, and the face is made out of what appears to be, I'm guessing here, but it looks like it might be the top of a thing of sour cream. The hell is that thing? <laughs> it's a turkey, see, it's got two eyes and a beak and gobblers. See, it's got oh gobblers on the top and under its beak. See the gobblers? Where were the bookmarks made the by chi- made by children? No, it's made by this grown man. <laughs> with the are you sure this grown yeah, man? No, I've with seen the his video. Name. Well, then I've I feel like we shouldn't video. be laughing because this guy is clearly. No, you see, you know, he's, he's, he's retarded. So you're getting man. at that he's retarded. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't gonna say it like that, but you know, special. He made this thing, sure. and it it shakes a little bit. He's got on in in this video, which you, he's got linked on the uh, the Maximum Fun form. How, how much money did you give this guy? He's wearing a holiday sweater. Well, I haven't gotten to that yet, Jordan. Oh, okay. okay, so he's wearing a holiday sweater. He's got on that his thing looked much bigger in the picture. Santa Claus hat. Oh, it's a small. It's a compact device. I thought. Wait, that's what we were looking at just before? Yeah. Uh, that is so deceiving. Okay, so we've got a cat lover's bookmark here. I thought we were looking at like a six foot. You got a big oh, like, right, one. Like a He's huge, got a big something you could ride around. This one yeah. has a big city bookmark. He's got the big city bookmark. He's got a picture of a skyline and a latte. It actually makes it a lot less scary to me. He's got a lot of okay. just really you cool bookmarks here. You were this kind of man sized. Art project is like walking around. Part of the thing is that he says it's animatronic, (laughs) and I don't see it doing anything. 
he's shaking the hook the tail. I presume that it's robotic in some way. Yeah, the word animatronic gets bandied about a little too liberally these days, I, I would think. I can't decide whether that's uh, that thing is creative. It is creative because it captures the spirit of the holidays in an animatronic animal form, plus it encourages mm. young people to read. I like that. Through the distribution of such bookmarks as I hope free no, of bookmarks. I hope there's no Disney Imagineers listening who are going to object to our misusing the term animatronic. Look, Jordan, I don't care if you work at Disney. I don't care if you work at Chuck E. Cheese and you're in charge of the animatronic band. I have an old friend that robbed Chuck E. Cheese and he was Chuck E. Cheese. And he <laughs> what? Robbed- he waited in Chuck E. Cheese after Chuck E. Cheese closed. He hid in the balls. I swear to God. <laughs> he hid in the balls. You know, the balls. The ball pit. Right. The, the ball, ball pit. The sure. ball pit. He hid in the, the balls. So he like, balls. he's like, well, I'm going home. And then he just laid down in the ball pit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is this Was really he still happened. wearing his, his Chuck E. Cheese I almost outfit? feel like I've told this story already on George no. Jessica. But yeah, I mean, that's really the extent of it. He wasn't, you know, truly a friend of mine, but he was a, a classmate Nor of was mine. he a friend of uh, Chuck E. Cheese, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, he robbed Chuck E. Cheese. He was. It was already a joke when we found out that he was Chuck E. Cheese and uh-huh. like was wearing the costume at our. Yeah, you're like, Chuck oh, e. this guy we know. Yeah, yeah. He's, now. He's, he's now. You know, we had heard it a couple of years later, and then it, and then like. No, is that his? And then no, little, when you do that, is that your only job at Chuck E. Cheese, or is that just do they? Rotate. Yeah, for some reason I, I no, would I think, think that's that, it. That you just show up, you Chuck E. Cheese around. You're Chucky. That's what that's what's up. So he was Chuck E. Cheese and then, you know, so we had all heard that and then a few months later it's like, Yeah, did he hear he got busted for robbing Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, yeah. he got caught. Yeah, he got caught. So what happened? Did a did a kid the kid was there after hours, jumped into the ball pit. <laughs> yeah. Ah! I don't know how he, how he got caught. I mean, I imagine there were alarms and sure. yeah. safes and a whole yeah. bunch of, a whole bunch it of seems things. Like Chuck E. Cheese is a fairly organized establishment. It seems more like... He was like, after the money. He wasn't after the, the pencil toppers and the mountain bike. It seems more like the <laughs> setup the of a Kevin Smith film than an actual crime that one could commit. <laughs> it's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know about that. Okay, so anyway, so this guy built an animatronic uh, turkey... For the holidays. Well, what do you mean you don't know about that? I don't know about that. It's, it's like questionable you think it behavior. Might, you think it might be a fake story? <laughs> no, <laughs> That's I think a... it's a real story. All right. I think it's at least from you it's real. It, oh, I, I hope that it's real. No, it's, it's the holidays. I, no I reason to believe hope, it's yeah. not real. No reason to believe <laughs> it's not real. Absolutely not. <laughs> There's some reason to believe it's not real. Because uh. it's ridiculous. <laughs> he but, did in the ball pit. Yeah. I think that's the only part that could be not true, but <laughs> right. I, but there's not a prayer that I'm not going to tell it with that part of the story. Sure. And they're like, yeah, I heard he was in the ball pit. He like laid there. He laid there. I'm like, oh, crazy. He had a he had a he had a bendy straw sticking up, <laughs> just barely, <laughs> so he could breathe, so he didn't. Or suffocate. even better, a crazy straw. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so uh, I I hereby I've got sixty dollars left. <laughs> I'm giving ten dollars to the gentleman with the animatronic turkey. Sure. All he's got to do, email Very me. Very kind of you, gentleman yeah. with the, anima- the animatronic turkey. Email me ten dollars. Uh, email me ten dollars. <laughs> PayPal me ten dollars. Email me ten dollars. Uh, <laughs> send me your name and address. I will have my bank cut you a check. That's the best part of this whole thing. My bank cuts the check. We're talking about official bank checks here. Wow. There you go. It's this is high quality. Now, so you look like a big shot when you go in to cash those. Uh, now, Jordan, that that captures the spirit of the holidays. That was a great entry. 
And I thought between that and, uh, you know, the other really cool stuff, a lot of people posted their cool holiday cards that they make, which is always really nice. Somebody posted a cool holiday song. I was like, we've pretty much got the bases covered for capturing the spirit of the holiday sure. um, <laughs> and the spirit of holiday awesome specifically. We're done. You know, what, what am I going to do with this extra $50 I still have in the pot? You know what I mean? I could go back and give more money to the apple butter guy, you know, because that's so good. Right. But then something amazing happened. Something that I would not hesitate in calling a Christmas miracle. Wow. Blue False Indigo signs up for the Maximum Fun Board. Mm. I don't know much about this woman. I know that she has a 14-year-old son, and they both are so profoundly infused with the spirit of holiday awesome. They are... They're like a bacon-infused vodka of holiday awesome. That's how amazing these this this family is. This woman and her son. Now, I don't know what you guys were like when you were 14 years old, but when I was 14 years old, I was a little bit alienated from my parents. I had a hard time finding stuff that I could share with my parents because I felt they didn't understand me. Mm. Yeah, I had an element of that. Yeah, sure. Occasionally, I would fight with my parents. Yell fight. We would <laughs> exchange it, yells. Exactly. I was pretty mild mannered. I was pretty okay. Well but, behaved. But He's watching real sex in his room. Yeah. yeah. Keeping to himself. Yeah, sure. I snuck <laughs> off to watch a little real sex every now and then. But other than that, <laughs> you, whenever you got whenever you got a little edgy, you had something to take the edge off. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> These two people, this young man and his mother, have created something so spectacular. It can only be described as a pure distillation of the spirit of holiday awesome. Mm. Let me tell you about what they have. They have created a gingerbread house, which is undoubtedly the number one Christmas-themed craft project. Okay. Because it involves architecture, baking, and the consumption of baked goods, three of the most important parts of the holiday experience. (laughs) Okay. Okay. <laughs> Architects. Yeah. So it's it started out really well. Like Jesus, building a Jesus was the first architect. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if you knew that. That's yeah. what they right. call him. In a manger, Ashton. Right. I don't know if you was have Was he an architect or a carpenter? In... I thought he was a carpenter. There's, an the el- first... there's elements there's of elements architecture. There's elements of both. And there's and three kings. But there's I think he was more one star. of the people. Ashton, you know, think. Look at it this way. Doing the, the work. Th- look at it this way. The three wise men followed us, us the North Star, uh, to the manger where Jesus was born. Um. So there's these. <laughs> He's uh, got a point. I don't know, Jesse. He's got a point. There's these. Uh, any anytime you're making a really you're high quality. You're offending me with all this Christian talk. Anytime <laughs> you're making. A yeah, Jesse. Really... Sorry, sorry, sorry. This, this podcast can't be your pulpit. Uh, from you're... which to preach. Next Any... time you have a Persian on your show, you should be a little more sensitive. Yeah. Sorry. Here, have some yogurt, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. So have some yogurt and then do your veil dance. See if I share any of my opium with you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Um. Uh. Uh. Anytime you're building something out of uh gingerbread and it's going to be complex. You're already like a 7 out of 10 on the holiday awesome scale. Now, here's something that a lot of people don't know about. 
one theme you can have for your uh, gingerbread house is like a Thomas Kincaid painting style, you know, warm hearth, holiday sure. snow kind of, a kind of pastoral, theme. pastoral, uh, exactly. That's a that's a general uh, that's the that's the typical theme you'd find in a um, in a gingerbread house. But it's not the only theme you can have in a gingerbread house. Now I happen to know this because my eighth grade girlfriend Jennifer Tananga uh, was well known for entering and winning gingerbread house contests. She won many in her time, if I remember correctly. And she always had a theme. And I think one year, for example, she built a Greek temple in gingerbread. Wow. Now, so I know that a theme can be incorporated into the gingerbread house building situation. Thinking outside the bread, they call it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's good. Thanks. Like Blue that. false yeah. indigo. I'm saving that one up. Blue false indigo and her son <laughs> have created a gingerbread house with the theme... Zombie apocalypse. Here's wow. some of the here's some of the elements they have. Zombie gingerbread men. Okay. How Red, are they how are they zombied? Uh they have they, they have frosting and, and sort of angry, sad faces. Okay. And they also are stretching their out, arms out in front of them gotcha. in a three-dimensional way. Okay. Which is pretty remarkable. Uh, also, some of them are missing legs and arms. Great. Now, they have a little graveyard in the corner, mm-hmm. a gingerbread graveyard in the corner. That's where the zombies are coming. You can see the zombies coming out of the graves, uh, you know, like pulling their, their torsos above the graves. The graves. Um, they've got humans, human gingerbread men, who are making a last stand on top of the roof of the gingerbread house with gingerbread shotguns. Wow. Um, they've got uh, zombies everywhere. Um, uh, one of the amazing things they've got, one of these humans is freaked out. He's running back to the back entrance of the house. He's got zombies on his tail. Oh shit. Though the back entrance of the house has been boarded up by the survivors inside the house and they're not letting him in. So he's going to get eaten by the zombies and turned into a zombie. Uh, they've got the roof of the house is of course snow covered. With frosting, white frosting, as you would any gingerbread house. They've got SOS spelled out on it in Skittles. um, Because the humans who have survived this zombie onslaught, uh, they need any help. They're hoping for for a a, a rescue from a chopper or or what have you. I think they're going to end up having to fight it out. Um, Now, I'll grant you, do these shotguns look a little bit like maybe a sitar? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they do. But the very the simple fact that they awesome. created methods for making three dimensional gingerbread men, gingerbread men who could reach out in front of them, either because they're looking for brains, or because they're so shocked and dismayed that they can't get into the back door of the gingerbread house. Fifty dollars! Wow! Oh. Fifty dollars American to this young woman and her son. All they have to do is email me their name and address. I'll send it to them. They if should, I was apple butter, I'd be pissed right about now. They should <laughs> they should spend it. Well, you know what? Fuck you, apple butter. Sorry, tree of my... <laughs> this is something special. That was a family tradition. This is something they created specifically for our holiday contest. They knew that they had to deliver a coup de holiday grass to the rest of the field 
And they did it with this fucking zombie shit right here. It's awesome. Yeah. It's actually. I didn't know you it could is get. Awesome. I didn't know that you could get this hyped about zombies, Jesse. I wasn't. I didn't. Uh, Look, I thought that was kind of not, not even your a zombie guy. I know what awesome is when I see it, Jordan. <laughs> sure. Okay? okay. Number one and number two, most zombies I'm scared of. I'm not scared of gingerbread zombies. So that's two reasons why I can get excited about yeah. this right here. You know what I mean? I feel you. I would think, yeah, I would think for the, you to get this excited, it would have to be a, like a gingerbread baseball player from San the Francisco 80s. Giants. <laughs> sure. Like a gingerman Scott, gingerbread Scotty Garrell, Don Caveman Robinson, and Rick Big Daddy Russell. <laughs> sure. Perhaps Steve Bedrock Bedrosian. Or Dave Dravecki. Closing things out. Yeah, the, Jose gingerbread, the gingerbread Dave Dravecki only has one arm. <laughs> Because he lost his other one to cancer. Ken Oberkfell? Yeah, yeah, Ken Oberkfell. See? Ken Oberkfell, Jordan. Ashcon said Ken Oberkfell. I don't... Yeah, I guess he did. <laughs> he sure did. Okay. Can't he forget. Sorry. Sure I opened up a can of worms. Did you already I'm, say Candy I, Maldonado? No, I was about to say Candy Maldonado. <laughs> how, how amazing is that name? Oh, man. I don't know. Especially Candy Maldonado. Well, I was just trying to say that I, I applaud Jesse for maybe going outside his comfort zone and getting enthused about something zombie related. Okay. Well, do, you like, do you like zombies, Jordan? Yeah, I do. I like them a lot. I think you do. I, yeah. I think I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Ash Khan. Or as we know him, Candy Maldonado. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's going to start being my alias. Oh, that's a good that would AKA, be high. That is AKA Candy Maldonado. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do a whole Candy Maldonado album. This is like when doesn't doesn't Beyonce have like an AKA? These yeah, days? Sasha Fierce. Sure. What if what if hers, Sasha Fierce ain't got nothing on Candy Maldonado? What if Maldonado? you did a what if you did a collabo with Beyonce? <laughs> it's Ashcon, AKA Candy Maldonado. <laughs> And Beyonce, a.k.a. <laughs> Sasha Fierce, a.k.a. Willie McGee, <laughs> the ugliest man in baseball. So, okay, I, 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 so this is, a, this is kind of a tradition that, uh, that musicians have. Uh, who, who else? Naming players from the 1989, 1990, <laughs> 1991. I was going to say adopting an alias when you want to move in a different artistic direction. Right? Yeah, well, you're you Chris, should go with... You're Chris Gaines's, you're, yeah. uh, you're Ziggy Stardust. Jordan, what about this one sure. for you? Jordan... Uh, Jordan Morris, aka Jeffrey Hackman Leonard. I don't know. I don't. I'm. I can't. Is I, that something you might enjoy? I don't know. Jordan any of these Morris, baseball AKA guys. Terry I'm Kennedy. trying to have a more general discussion. I can't participate in this baseball talk. Comedy comes from specifics, you just, Jordan. Sure. You know that. <laughs> so, okay, so just start saying baseball guys. I'll just be over here laying on the couch. Well, I thought okay, you were doing good with the alias talk. Oh yeah, was, I was just going to say. You that know was what? something you felt comfortable with. Ashcon, did you? You know, you remember uh, uh, 1989 superstar? <sighs> oh. First baseman Will Clark, right? My favorite baseball player of all time. You know his middle name is New. Do you guys want any? Of course. Do you guys want anything from the kitchen? Nush. <laughs> I, I thought of an AKA for you, Newsly. Yeah. Okay. I named my my yeah. first band in college was uh, named after Will Clark. We were called the Thrill. Yeah, that's Based what I like to Clark. hear. Okay, go ahead, Jordan. No, I was I, no, whatever it's, it's, stupid you know. fucking non-sports thing you are going <laughs> to talk about. Uh, no, no, you're you're not even talking about sports. You're just saying names of baseball players. <laughs> I would be fine if this was a sports discussion. That's maybe something. 
That this is just saying names of things. Uh, I was just gonna say, if you do have an alias, Atley Hammaker. <laughs> Why were their names all so weird? I don't know. Atley Hammaker was from the Netherlands. Uh, he was Dutch. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> Wait, Ashcon wanted to say something about honey baked hams. Oh, I'm sorry. done with yeah. what no, you're no, talking that's fine. about. Okay. Honey baked hams is the subject okay. of the day. All right. Well, I saw um, while you were scrolling through some of the pictures of that gingerbread house, I saw a honey baked ham graphic, and it reminded me. I went to a holiday party. Yeah, this is recently, uh, last week, last weekend, and um, I had said earlier when when my friend said she was having a holiday party, it was uh, a few weeks earlier. I was like, I'm gonna bake a ham. I'm going to bake a ham for that shit, right? Right. Just like that. Your friend seems a little aggressive. No, that's no, what that I said. Oh, Ash you were Kanye's saying that. Aggressive. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I said it again. You seem a little aggressive. Yeah, I was. You know, I aggressively <clears throat> proclaimed that I was going to bake this ham. You so. specifically seem aggressive with regard to ham baking. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to bake this yeah. ham, right? right. Motherfucking ham? I'm going to bake this fucking ham. So I, I, uh, <clears throat> So the day came, and it was time for the... Obviously, it was like... You know, a few hours before, and I still hadn't baked this ham. Right. <laughs> How went, long do you assume it takes to make a ham? Well, I bought a fully cooked ham, okay. um, which is, I get, you know, there's only two ways to go. You either get the, you know, the fully or partially cooked ham that you right. can get at Ralph's, or you get a, a totally fresh ham, which is a huge process that yeah, was never anything I had really intended to get into. Got to order it from your butcher. Yeah. So I didn't do all that. Um, but You were going to bake that shit, though. Yeah, I was still going to throw that shit in, make some glaze. It's all Absolutely, in the glaze. Absolutely, no doubt. And the glaze... Wait, you're making your own glaze? Yeah. Using so, and that was key. That? Yeah, and that was key. <laughs> That's key to the story. So I was with my friend, my good friend and uh, rapper, PZ. He's from the uh, the Bay Area as well. And uh, he was staying in town with me for the evening, uh, me and, and my girlfriend. Um, and uh, the three of us were going to go to this holiday party. So we spent uh, uh, a while... Or me and and my girlfriend did, ba- you know, ba- I was baking the ham. She was making a sweet potato casserole, and uh, I think I know what that means, huh, Jordan? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, holla, boom, holla. Um, I, I believe you were saying as uh, as Domino once sang, "Give me another piece of that sweet potato pie." pie. <laughs> that was good. Um, so so there there had been this whole like kind of a build up to the baking of the ham like I was in the studio working with PZ we were working on a track and and I knew I still had to bake the ham it was looming in the future she'd and, been building this ham up too and 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 I didn't know if I was going to have enough time it was really stressing me out and and um my girl came by the studio and she's like, do you need me to just bake the ham? You know? And I was like, no, it's fine. Like I know it. She's like, well, should I look up recipes? And I was like, I got it. Like I got it. She's like, well, do you need me to prepare anything? You had the ham game on lock. <laughs> yeah. She's like, do you need me to prepare anything? So, so at this point, can... the ham is maybe even kind of a symbol for your masculinity. Absolutely. And like your girlfriend stepping in and saying like, Hey, I can do some of this ham stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, no. like saying no. And I say, no, you know what I got? It's pretty. Sure. Much, I'm like, it's pretty much all in the. Gla- it's like it's like Ashcon <laughs> saying, "I can bake my dick." Sure, right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I can, I can, I can bake glaze, my own cock over I can here. glaze my own dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, so th- there was like one moment in particular where, and I said it really seriously. I was just like, it's pretty much all about the glaze, and and like both her and my friend PC kind of laughed at me. In this comment, just like, all right sure. then, okay, all right, it's all about the glaze. So in any case. Um, went shopping, got all these different things. It costs way too much money to bake a ham. 
Yeah. I was really set back by this. It was like $100. Yeah. I mean, I got wow, a new, really? like, I got a, I mean, I got a lot of accessories. You did have to get a hand pan. And I got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got a nice pan. I figured we'd need it anyway. Hand anyway. Thermometer. So we spent all this time. We, 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 I bake this ham, get the glaze all perfect. I'm <clears throat> basting it and, you know, cooking it in its own juices. Are you involving and pineapples at all? Are you putting it's pineapple like kind of a, rings on it top? Was, no, it was kind of a, an orange, uh, an orange maple syrup based ham. There was a little bit of orange marmalade, uh, some some maple syrup, and and uh, you know some cloves and and whatnot. It was delicious. It was sure, cinnamon. very nice. Little, little, little yogurt, cinnamon. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of yogurt sauce. A cobra, a charmed <laughs> cobra. But you know, but I I um I was actually drinking a king cobra, a forty king cobra, <laughs> okay. while baking yeah. the ham. Sure. Um, oh, there was a little Jack Daniels in the ham glaze. Sure. But anyway, we show up. To the, kick? We show up to this freaking party, and we're. It just took so long to finally get everything going, and we're out of the house, and we're going, and it's like eleven o'clock. We get there, and um, you know, luckily, I think there was, uh, you know, it was kind of a later night crowd. It wasn't like we had showed up three hours after everyone had eaten everything. We showed up right along pace with the party, and had this new round of delicious goods, and and uh. The ham was a big hit, I must say. Why wouldn't it be? Everyone was really into the ham. I've never got to have such a good glaze. I'd never baked it. And that's what it was kind of all about. I was yeah. like, oh, the glaze is awesome. <laughs> and, and I, you know, kind of felt the need to, like, have a piece of ham with everybody, you know? Oh, sure. Having be been the, the ham s- baker. The spoils of war. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm having all sorts of ham. And <laughs> every, every piece, I'm kind of dipping in the glaze to get it extra juicy. And, yeah, sure. And I had about, you know... Three or four chocolate chip cookies and a few chocolate truffles and some of the sweet potato casserole. And before you know it, I'm hurting. You were all messed up and you I, did not know why. I was all mm. bad. And 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 uh, and so is my girl. And we're just we're we're outside and we're just sitting there like, man, like this is all bad. Like I feel terrible, you know. And she's like, I feel terrible too. And like I'm like, I don't even know. Like I think I might need a power nap. <laughs> and, and um and to be clear, if you got to this party at eleven o'clock, you're talking about taking a power power nap at maybe two, three o'clock in the morning. No, this is at, this is at like midnight. Okay. So this, this is at like midnight. And we're like, I think I might need a power nap. She's like she's like well, you know, and we're parked literally right in front of the party. Um the whole party is like very front porch oriented. Yeah. And we got the spot right in front of the front porch. Oh, so like if and you guys been... like if you guys leave, everybody's gonna see it. Well is not that only that the dilemma? Well not only that, but I was considering taking a power nap in the car. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> and I was really considering it and then and she was kinda like, No. And then my friend P Z he comes he comes from inside the house. He comes outside, he's like, where the hell have you guys been, you know? And we're like, oh, man, I was just sitting here pondering a power nap. And he's like, oh, man, there's nothing more that I want right now than a power nap. <laughs> so this kind of like threw a twist in everything. Like, whereas before the power nap, it seemed like my ridiculous suggestion. Right. Now, now that my friend has you also... got a cosign on this. I got a, I got yeah. a, I got a straight cosign this on is the power ju- nap. This has gone from a solo project to a collabo. <laughs> so now... So now, now I'm almost leaning more against the power nap because these are actually my friends. Yeah, we're all here. You know, I'm like, we're not really gonna power nap. But then, like, now, now my girlfriend has moved into like, she's like, so are we gonna, are we gonna take a, a nap or what? Like, <laughs> she, she's moved into the now number one, you right. know, advocate of the nap. Yeah. And uh, well, you sold it to her. Yeah. And I think particularly once once PC was okay with it, she didn't think it was just her weird boyfriend that would power nap in front of a party. She was like, oh, this is acceptable. Right. We can do this. Yeah. So And she was like, really, that's all I want to do too. So the three of us get in the car, 
you know, put our seat back, and we have a an orgy. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm that's... Just, that you're was right like there a, in front of the party. That was almost, yeah, right almost a callback from the last yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, the last yeah, show. Yeah, sure. But um, but no, we're right in front of the party, and we all sleep. It was so, an wait, so, okay. orgiastic celebration <laughs> of the power nap. Yeah. So P- yeah. So like one in the driver's seat, one in the passenger. I'm seat, in the driver's one, yeah. one along the back. Yeah. Okay. I'm in the driver's seat, girlfriend in the passenger seat. Uh, PZ is a very tall, <clears throat> tall fellow, and he's all kind of like scrunched up in the back. I had a bunch of stuff in the back, but he's sure. super comfortable. He falls asleep quicker than than both of us. We uh, ultimately all three of us do fall asleep, and um, <laughs> and I woke up maybe I think 15, 20 minutes later, and I'm like, I got to get my ass back into this party. Like, this is ridiculous. This is just straight ridiculous. I go in for a minute, and I, and I, I honestly feel worse than I had before. I had went to sleep, and I was like, I looked at the clock at a certain point, and it was like almost one, and I was like, you know what? Like, it's totally acceptable for us to leave this party at this point. Sure. You know? So so really, that was it. I, I saw a couple people who asked, where were you? Um you know, one of them I said I was just around the corner and just oh, I just went outside for a minute. Somebody else I said like ah yeah, funny. I actually just took a power nap in the car. And <laughs> like, they're just like they're like all of you. And they're like yeah. They're like that's really weird. You know, and like kind of made me realize I didn't want to talk about that to everybody. Yeah, but save that for the podcast, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyhow, we uh, we decide it's time to go. I get back to the car. I'm like. Heading home, and on the way home, I'm uh, I'm gagging on the on the drive home. PZ is still asleep in the back seat, and my girlfriend's like really getting on me for being over dramatic. She's just like she's like just stop stop it. You know you're you're psyching yourself out. You're you're fine. You're I, fine. I, this is a long. Do you have a long drive ahead of you? Is that the? No, I mean we're talking like <clears throat> maybe eight to ten minutes. Okay, and uh, I'm but I'm. Could be as short as seven. Could be as long as eleven, though. Could be depending on traffic. If yeah. You hit the, if you hit the lights right. In any case, um, I'm just really sick on, on the way home. Feeling very sick. Um, and right when we get home, I've been saying it the whole time and and kind of not really being believed. But we we get we get there. I open up the door for PZ in the back seat. He's like, "Where are we?" I'm like, "We're <laughs> we're back at home." He goes, "Oh, thank God." And then. Uh, and then I, I say, I'm about to violently puke. And he's like, what? And then, <laughs> and then I take a couple of steps and just, it's like yams and ham, just intense, just... hardcore projectile, like really violently up You're against. You're in the living room up at against... this point, right? Where are you? <laughs> this is up against this tree right oh, by okay. the car. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, ultimately, uh... and then there's this really funny moment. I, I don't know. I, I The brunt of the story is, is, <laughs> is, is already told, but there is this one kind of golden moment where I'm leaning over and I'm, I'm throwing up and like, you know, <laughs> my, my girlfriend and PZ, are, they're, they're, they're kind of walking away now, you know, like towards the house. And, and I say, as I'm leaning down, I'm like, I'm like, Go. I found out late. I found out later that PZ had thought I had said yo, so he starts walking back towards me, and 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 my girlfriend Anna follows. They and, and so they start walking back, and then there's and then I look up at them and I see them like coming towards me, and I just give this really angry, aggressive like, go. 
<laughs> yeah, you don't want you don't want them seeing you puke. You're vulnerable. You know, and it, it was just funny that, you know, I, I I had said go, and then they were walking towards <laughs> me, and I I was so angry at that, and it was just one of those moments. <laughs> I said, just go. And they all they're like, whoa, okay, you know, we're we're yeah, going. Like you're not you're not their freak show here to entertain yeah, them with right. your weird vomiting. Right. So anyway, they left. I went and got a seven up from the liquor store. Came back in totally chipper. I was offering. <laughs> they later made fun of me for offering them seven up when I showed back up at home. <laughs> uh, I'm all, hey guys, what's up? You know, totally chipper, like all all good. I'm like, sure. Like, oh man, this seven up is delicious. Do you guys? You want? needed more of a power barf. Yeah, I think I think that's the moral of this story. Ultimately, yeah. Ultim- ultimately, I needed a power barf. You blame the ham. Um. You know, I blame the you King blame Cobra the and the glaze. Okay, sure. Jordan, so, can you open that box for us? Yes. I want. I, we need to clear our palates here. Okay. Metaphorically speaking. Do you want me to read this note? Yeah, sure. Read it. Go for it. This, there's, I, I don't know what this is. This is a box sitting over here. There's a note attached. <clears throat> Jordan and Jesse, my fiance and I love your podcast. Keep it up. Here are a few ornaments I make for Christmas gifts. Huh. I use pine cones and pods from around my parents' house in Sugarland, Texas, outside of Houston. They're fragile, open carefully, and I'm sorry in advance if anything uh, moves moke. If anything moke. Choke. I've never shipped them before. (laughs) Anyways, thanks for the very entertaining podcast, and have a happy holiday. Kristen Alto. Oh, thank you, Kristen. All right. Let's, uh... I have saved these. I opened the box, nope. got, saw the note, and decided to save them and not open them until we were here, and we needed to celebrate the spirit of Christmas. Oh, wow. Here's a pine cone angel. Oh, Look very nice pine cone angel. Is this something angel. that that, uh, that maybe deserves some money? Can I see that? Well, Are you upset? Let's no finish opening it. Let's okay, finish here, opening yeah, yeah. it. Ashcon, you can and see we'll that see. piney angel. There's a pine angel there. There's no there. money left, right? Well, yeah, well let's, let's find you, out. Let's take a look at these pine cones. You can suddenly cones. take away from the gingerbread guy? Let's take a look at these pine cones oh, and see Oh, okay. Here. Here's a pine cone Ooh, reindeer. That oh, is very awesome. nice. It's got, it's got a stick legs, head. twig legs, and a nut head. Sure. Let's see if we can stand... He stands on the twig legs. Wow. Fully standable. That's engineering, Jordan. That's, yeah. That says Jesus Christ caliber engineering. That is amazing. I mean, you have to he go back. He was the first engineer, you, you know. have to go back to the first engineer ever. You Jesus. know what I mean? There's Just think of it this way. I don't know if you know about Jesus's, but just think of it this way. There was no room at the inn, so they had to sleep in the manger. Oh. You got it. I got you. Uh, spike ball reef. Oh, a very nice spike ball reef. Um, this is this is so wonderful. You know how wonderful I think this is, Jordan. Extremely. You know how wonderful I think this fucking <laughs> eight bucks. Ten dollars in bonus cash. Wow. Bonus I am oh. cash. Past a hundred dollars. Oh. I am giving more than a hundred dollars oh. of my own money. We'll be back in just a second. Wait, there's Jordan one more. Jesse. Oh, what's this one? Boxy. Oh, it's a boxy. Oh, it's a Christmas gift. gift. No, it's a Christmas gift. I don't think we're supposed to open it, though. I think it just represents a Christmas gift. Put that there. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Ashcon is not only leaning in my the chair my great granduncle made with his own two hands, he's leaning into a lamp that's directly behind him and pushing it into the wall. (laughs) We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Ashcon Daveron. 
You know what? It's the holidays. We're going away to Christmas. Going home to visit our Christmas families. College. Going home to Christmas college. Um, That's what I call it. Going to get an associate's degree in holiday cheer. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's funny, right? Yeah. It's pretty good. Christmas college. Um, actually, I'm going to Christmas college, but I'm actually getting my degree in law enforcement. Oh, yeah, that's sensible. Nice. Uh, I thought about homeland you 50, security. You make fifty thousand uh, dollars in the first year. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So. Law enforcement. I'm really interested. In. I'm like, I'm a lot like Shaq in that sense. Mm. Me and Shaq are both interested in going into law enforcement once our current careers are over. <laughs> Um, it's a wonderful time of year. I think we're sort of saying goodbye to, uh, 2008, welcoming in 2009. Mm-hmm. We obviously won't have a show next week. It's, it's Christmas, but hopefully this is so much show that we even had to, we didn't even take any calls because we had so much exciting, dynamic content. Exciting barf related content. We didn't even talk about, we didn't even talk about the strange drifter that I met in the laundry room of my apartment building. Yeah. We're skipping that. We're saving it for next time, Jordan. Can you, can you write that we're, in your... We're teasing. Yeah. We're teasing the drifter. Next week on the program, we talk about the drifter I met in the laundry building of my apartment. The one thing that I do want to talk about before we go is Ashcon has uh, a bunch of new projects coming out. Uh, one of which is, if I understand him correctly, uh, a collaboration with a street uh, uh, a prostitute, a street walker. Now, tell me if I'm getting that correct. Um, you're 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 uh, you're close. Okay, and Ashcon, in order to afford to record his new project, has become a prostitute. So, um, Ashcon will have sex with you for fifty bucks. That's pretty much what I'm here to promote. Yeah. <laughs> You're my side project. Yeah. It's the Candy Maldonado album. Yeah. <laughs> and by album, you mean uh, sexual sex acts that people pay to have performed on them. Yeah. Absolutely. Like he'll say, somebody will come in and say, give me an Uribe. <laughs> you know, give me a Terry Kennedy. <laughs> give me a Kurt Manwaring. Yeah. <laughs> Man wearing. All okay, right, go ahead. What if you, um, do you like it if I just started naming Sega Genesis <laughs> video games? Yeah. Joe oh, Montana football. <laughs> Super oh. Monaco GP, guys. <laughs> Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle. Altered Beast. It's not fun for anyone. Not fun for you guys. Sonic not the Hedgehog. Fun, not fun for the listener. Echo the Dolphin, too. <laughs> sure. Okay, go ahead. But, okay. Um... All right. What am I talking about? Pri- We're ta- talking about this new song. Okay. I'm going to talk about this song. This song. Um... You can talk about your man whoring if you want to, but we've <laughs> already done a lot of explicit stuff on this show. That's true. Um, well, I do. Th- there's a lot of new projects that I have coming out. I don't know that this necessarily falls under projects, projects. that I'm putting out, okay. but it's something cool that happened. Um, okay. I have this uh, music studio that I've been been working in in Hollywood, and... And I was uh, I was up on the Sunset Strip seeing a, a show at the Roxy. My friends were playing or at, uh, on the Rocks. Anyway, and I, I showed up over there, and um, my girlfriend was working uh, the show, like working at the door or something. And and I, I showed up, and she had been talking to this guy for a while. Seemed like a cool dude. Um, he was like selling incense at the. Sp- in front of the spot, but Sounds he was like, like a cool dude. Well, he, well, he was. He, he 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 was a cool dude. He was like, you could tell he was like street person, but okay. totally, totally like 
just legit in the art of conversation. Sure. And, you know, uh-huh. he was just cool dude. Had a good head on his shoulder. So we were talking for a while, and I guess, um, you know, uh, uh, my girlfriend had told him that I was a musician, and, and uh, he had told her, like, well, I, you know, I, I used to do music, whatever. And I, I ended up getting to talking to him a little bit. And he had uh, he had done some time, um, I think, and it was kind of recently – uh, recently back out and, um, had been living on the streets and, and, you know, he, he hand makes his own incense. They're actually really nice, you know, but that's like what he's doing to kind of stay afloat. But right. I, I got the sense, I wasn't sure at first whether he was living on the streets or not, but any, in any case, um, I think he just, he is right now, but he used to MC and like do a lot of stuff in the LA scene and, you know, mess with like DJ quick back in the day and whatnot. Um, and he said that while he was uh, away, you know, naturally all he had been doing was writing and he had just had hundreds and hundreds of songs that he had been working on. And, um, you know, I asked him if there was like anywhere to like hear any of his stuff. And he was like, man, you know, really there isn't. He was like, I mean, I could, I could spit something for you, you know, I'm always open for that. So, so, you know, we got a little beatbox going and, and he, he, you know, busted a little verse and, and he was good. You know, you have these, you know, I've had conversations similar with, you know, street people that, want to be musicians and it's like maybe kind of good in a charming way but not necessarily really good and i was like dude this guy really has flow you know <laughs> like it was it was it was tight and he had a, a really cool style and um so i told him to meet me um out front of the trader joe's on santa monica <laughs> in like two days um at noon and that we would go and, and we would record a song together and he was naturally like really really pumped about this and um so a couple of days later showed up i was really really hoping that he would be there for just both of our sake and just to have faith and stuff and he was there just on the nose you know i i showed up there and and he was there and uh we went to the studio and um my boy lester aka traction he's a a a great producer and he uh he had a you know kind of we cycled through his library of beats found one that worked for him and he did this song and you know took two or three hours or so i played a little guitar on it and uh it's the first of what we plan to be three or four songs that we're going to do for style style is is uh, his mc name and we're going to try to like set him up with a little myspace page and just get him you know get him a a little space where he can at least direct people to his music um and it's hot it's really it sounds very very genuinely like it's already kind of a part of hip-hop history which is kind of crazy. It's like it would be you'd be hard pressed not to believe that this song already existed and was a big record at some point. Um, that's the way I kind of feel about it. And then, so I don't know if we want to let the listeners hear this song. I wouldn't mind talking about just a couple of little things that I have coming up early in the next year. But maybe well, we gonna, should play the song go, we're first. Gonna, we're going to use the song as the outro. So you got your records coming out early next year, right? Yeah, uh, should be should be like March or April. And you have the hula hoop videos up on YouTube right now. So if you it, search for it, it's not actually. I'm sorry, it's not actually. Excuse me, baking powder. But there's um, <laughs> I have a I do have this this new video that I've kind of been sitting on for a little while until uh, we kind of had the timeline a little bit more straight for the record and got a little bit of radio marketing intact. In but um, there's this song. Uh, right now you can see the video at www.ashconhulahoop.com <laughs> ashconhulahoop.com and there's some, there's some pictures from the video too um, we're going to be going live with it on YouTube in probably like three or four weeks That the album's like March or April um, 
anyway, you, you guys should check it out, see what you think. Um, and your MySpace is ashcon.com slash MySpace, uh, MySpace.com <laughs> slash ashcon1. Slash ashcon1. There's some good stuff over there. Um, we're working on right now, um, we've been doing a, a kind of a mail out of a bunch of free tracks over the last couple of months. And um, we're going to combine the best of the tracks into a mixtape that'll be promoting as the I under, album. As I understand, it's the Ashcon Broadway era, if that, I'm not mistaken. Exactly. It, it is. And we, we did about uh, five or five or six um five or six weeks of mail outs of the the Ashcon Broadway specials and um we've taken a few weeks off to kind of re uh re put together our mailing list and make it people that we feel like are kind of actually going to open the mail and 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 that are interested so getting rid of kind of the the spam type uh uh addresses that we had we don't want to bother anybody okay but so if we you, got if if you guys are interested in any any uh any free music you can feel free to hit me up on myspace and give me your email or whatever and we'll get you some free stuff there you go that's what i like to hear yeah right? looking people up right uh our our theme music is love you by the free design courtesy of light in the attic records um i'm jesse this is jordan we'll see you in about two weeks and i promise we'll take your call because so many calls yeah. lots of great calls but just too much too much great content what with ashcon being here and all oh, of course oh. Ashcon is the guest of the year. Have you heard about this? Uh, no, I haven't. Have yeah, people guest voted? of the year. Those it's it's unanimous. Is a unanimous congratulations vote. guest of the That's year. Great man, Ashcon. good times. I was kind of I was kind of jockeying for that, but you know I couldn't have gone to a no, nicer guy. It's fine. You're couldn't co-host of the year, nicer. Jordan. Oh, thanks, Jesse. No problem. Well, that's I'm a awesome. little disappointed I didn't win. <laughs> yeah. But you know, people like you, you're more adorable. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I'm getting old, so I'm gonna like die soon. I think this is just one of those. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. If we don't give it to him now, you're also, right, right, right. They also, want to me be to fair, have it. you're also less burdened by exposition. Sure. You know, I have a largely expositional character that I play on the program. Yeah, I just get to I just get to flaunt my chops. Okay, so the song is by uh, Style, Style with Ashcon on the guitar, produced by Traction. Yes. What's it called? Shadows of Death. Okay, here we go. Shadows of Death. We'll see you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah. This is for you folks. You get caught up, you don't know who your homeboy is, what's going down on the streets or what. But I mean, though, the heart and mind is a terrible thing to waste. That's why you die. That's why you live. That's why you roll. That's why you lay it out. It's called the shadows of the death, huh? Reflections up an hourglass, time standing still. If only for a moment or until I can give another minute to admit it. Sisters murders made me tense. I witnessed many victims, but present now past tense. The palms in my hands, it's wet from the sweat. One my shuttle called death plays Russian roulette. I'm hearing voices in my head that coincide with life. I'm not a fool, so I said I take my own advice. Could be judged by the twelve, but not carried by the six. Throwing dirt on my captive, you can mask it like the bitches. Just to say that very day might be my last water. I was pillaged with this knowledge, but then after my birth, a calculation somewhat haunts it all depends how you feel. Because it's meant to call formality, reality kills. To bite the bullet in my age, it's a station of game. Quicks a bleak sword of pitch to tell me who can I blame. I fight the urge to emerge from this hell tricking path. I watch the news, different views, but I see it's blood bath. My road dogs, they are the shuttles of my death. They are the shuttles of my death. My, my road dogs, they are the shuttles of my death. They are the shuttles of my death. My, my road dogs. They are the shadows of my death. They are the shadows of my death. We have to roll with the punches of the Sungali sin. Too many corpus evil force, seven talents win. Beside the tears of the topic, always safe to be touched. Memories never fit, cause mama makes too much. Your only son is alone, there's no goddess in his home. His heart is cold, made his stone over the streetway roams. He doesn't listen to his mother, she 
worries late at night, she's on her knees, I'm praying, hoping you'll be alright, but now you're distant from a soul, you mentally can't control, and as you step, you will increase, what's about to unfold, the grim reaper is your key, but surely definitely know, time has come, you'll be one, because you reap what you sow, these scattered dreams are expected, somehow surrounded by the pressure, this lesson with no question, won't be stopped by flipping lessons, it don't mean she no answer, no conscience to be low, avoid the darkness with the roots, gains of rhythm, always from my road dogs, they are the shadows of my death, they are the shadows of my death, my, my road dogs, they are the shadows of my death. They are the shadows of my death. My, my road dogs. They are the shadows of my death. They are the shadows of my death. They are the shadows of my death. My, my road dogs. They are the shadows of my death. My road dogs. They are the shadows of my death. My, my road dogs. They are the shadows of my death. As I gaze into the darkness, each emotion unfolds. Mirrors to my soul are the eyes are foretold. What's human nature in relationship with those? It all costs that my loss mentally, gently flow. I'm a fugitive of the land. Not so kind, I don't appreciate life as depicted by my mind to accuse and I prove only lose. This is wake every time they must justify the purpose of my hate. As I listen to the rain, I feel soaked, so wet. What's the difference in against it with no purpose as of yet? But the search, there's pain, many tears from the heart. It's reality defined on the line, torn apart. Picture death taking form in a lie, it's intent. No conclusion, many bitches perhaps other instruments make me kill and I will to survive. Yeah, I can see that's no distance, no resistance, only harmony in me to deceive by all means. Trust to create any bomb which can build to produce something great. My road dog, they are the shadows of my death. They are the shadows of my death. My road dog, they are the shadows of my death. Yeah, this is your boy style. You know, uh, I'm just doing it. I'm pushing it live up in here with Ash Tom. That traction, you know, mega hit beat. It's million dollar beats up in here. We flowing it to the fullest up in here. You understand? We ain't playing no games. We give it to you raw and it's real. Understand me? Hopefully you can feel it. If not, then oh well. Can two birds of a fellow walk together and not be joined? I don't think so. Know what you're doing, how you doing when you push me, when you popping it. You never know. Could be the last day. <laughs>